0: Hello, my friend. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Being Loved podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I have been looking forward to making this for quite a while and I am just so honored that you would give me your time and your ear to listen in. Um, The reason this podcast is called Being loved is because the point of this podcast is to hopefully be a space where you can just listen and let yourself be loved. The word being is the present continuous tense of be. It means something is and something continues to be. Your lovedness is a constant state of being. God loving you isn't a one-time or a sometimes act. His love for you is constant. You are continuously being loved by God. Another meaning for the word being is as in human being. We are human beings, not human doings. God's love for you is not dependent on your actions or ability to perform. Just as you are right now, God is loving you. You are being loved. It is my prayer that in this podcast, we will be able to journey together to a place where we can clearly see the ways that God is constantly, continuously loving us. This isn't a podcast to tell you to work harder or do more or be better. This is a podcast for you to sit and receive and enjoy the love that God already has for you. There will be different types of episodes in this podcast, and some like today, I'll talk about a verse about God's love and expand on it so we can think about it together. In future episodes, I will also be interviewing some wonderful people who have experienced God's love for them in unique ways. I'm so excited to hear and to share their stories with you. Today, we are looking at one of my all-time favorite verses. If this verse were a piece of bubblegum, you could say that I've been chewing on it for the last two years. <laughs> so hopefully if you're listening to this podcast on the day it came out, you're listening to it on my birthday. Best birthday gift ever is you listening to this. Thank you for listening in. And two years ago um, on my birthday, I happened to read this verse during my devotions and I haven't gotten over it. <laughs> I've spent the last two years just it constantly keeps popping up and I keep thinking about it and I keep thinking about it. And just like this is a piece of bubblegum that I've been chewing on, it hasn't run out of flavor. In fact, it's gotten more and more delicious the more I have savored it. So let's look at this verse that I've been talking about, all right? So this is in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. Really easy to remember that reference if you, like, remember John 3.16. This is Ephesians 3.16, okay? Um, Paul the Apostle is writing this, and he says, I fall to my knees, and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Wow. <laughs> like, y'all, I could make an entire multi-episode podcast series just on this one verse. Like, I could make a hundred episodes on this verse. There's so much in it. Oh, it's so exciting. Um. So there are so many things I want to say about these verses, Right. Um, and I've been afraid to even start because I know that I won't be able to do them justice or get out all that I want to say about them just in one podcast. Um, but I've heard it said that done is better than perfect. So I will just have to trust God to make up for my inadequacies here. (laughs) All right. So as we get started, I'm going to pray real quick. Will you pray with me? God, thank you for this opportunity to share your love and to experience your love and to think about your love. God draws into a place, open our eyes spiritually to see your love like we've never seen it before. Amen. All right, let's go. Um, So let's go ahead and start right there at the top of the verse. It says, uh, Paul is writing and he says, I fall to my knees and pray the Father, okay? So the Apostle Paul is writing to his friends at the church in Ephesus. He was writing to them um, from a jail cell that he had been thrown into for talking to people about Jesus, okay? So Paul was a pretty big deal. Um, When he prayed for people, stuff happened, you know, like he cast demons out of people. If someone was sick and Paul prayed for them, they would get well. It got so crazy that if Paul even touched a handkerchief, and then someone took that handkerchief to someone who was sick, that sick person got healed, okay? Like, this guy's prayer life was on fire. It was amazing, okay? This is the kind of person that you want to pray for. You have a need, and you're like, I need God to provide for me in this need. You want the Apostle Paul praying for you, because when he prays, stuff happens, okay? So there are so many things that Paul could pray for his friends for, right? There's so many things that his friends in Ephesus really, really need. You know, they might need safety from persecution. There's a lot of scary stuff going on at this time. This, The church in Ephesus was sharing the gospel. Like, this is brand new. He could have been prayed that they would be effective in their evangelism. He could have prayed that that they could perform miracles. He could have prayed all sorts of things that would be really important and really necessary that they would need him to pray for. But what does Paul actually pray for his friends? He says, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. What does he pray for? I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you. All right. Empowerment for what? Empowerment to do miracles? Empowerment to share the gospel? Like these are all really good things. What, what does, what is he asking that God would empower this, his friends to do? That he will empower you with inner strength through the spirit. Okay. Okay we need strength. That's always good. That's always good. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Okay. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Okay, cool. Great things to pray for, right? And he says, he's praying for his friends that may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. So pretty much Paul is saying, like, y'all aren't strong enough to know how loved you are. Like, God's love is so big and so vast that you aren't powerful enough to understand it, let alone receive it, because it's too much. So he prays that they would have strength, that they would have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Now, I have a confession for you guys. I don't think I've ever really prayed this prayer for, like, anyone. <laughs> like, maybe if, like, someone doesn't know Jesus, or, like, if someone's going through a really hard time and they're really sad, I'll be like, Oh, God, like, show your love to them. Um, But usually if I'm praying for my friends, I'm praying that God will help them with their circumstances or give them strength to make it through whatever they're going through. Maybe if someone's grieving a loss, maybe then I'll pray like, oh God, like make your love like really special to them in this moment. But like in this letter, Paul is writing to people who already know Jesus. Like he's writing to his friends in a church that he knows and they're, they're doing cool stuff. They're doing important stuff. And I think a lot of times in our Christian circles, we wouldn't be praying for these people who are already Christians. Oh, help them to know God's love. We'd be praying like, oh, help that missionary to do good works and have strength to go and do big things. But the thing that the Apostle Paul prays for his friends in Ephesus, he's praying, he's writing to people who already know Jesus, who are already risking their lives to follow the ways of Jesus, people who... Could probably use a lot of like miracles and power right about now. And what he prays for is that they would have the power to understand God's love. And that's something that, that we can just sit and think about for a long while, honestly. Um, so then it goes on, it says, May you experience the love of Christ. Paul goes on to say, May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So a quick reminder here is that these people already know about Jesus. They already love Jesus. They're already trying to serve Jesus. And so often Christians, um, we act like receiving God's love is just a thing for beginners. You know, like like you got to get your ABCs so you can learn how to read. But you don't have to keep learning your ABCs. Like you know them and you can move on to reading, right? And we, we kind of treat God's love like that. Like, you got to know that God loves you. Okay, and then once you know that, then you can move on, right? You don't got to keep learning that because you get it, you know it. And so we treat we treat God's love like that. Like, you got to start there, but then you get to move on to more important things like serving the world and God's calling for your life or whatever big thing we think is supposed to come next. And I just want to encourage you today that nothing comes next. Receiving love from God is the whole picture. Like, will God's love transform us? Yes. Will we go on to do good works in response to God's love? Yes. But we never, ever, ever move past needing to receive God's love for us. We never fully grasp God's love so well that we're ready to move on to a different subject. God's love for us is so infinitely vast that we as finite human beings are too small and weak to comprehend it, let alone fully understand it enough to be good enough to move past it. We can spend our entire lives reading about and hearing about and experiencing Christ's love for us. And after 80 years or so of dedicating our entire lives to understanding and experiencing Christ's love, I think we'd understand like maybe 1% of it. Our minds and hearts are just too small to get it. If you think that you fully understand God's love, if you think that you got it, and you're ready to move on, you're really just showing how absolutely ignorant you are to the vastness of God's love. My favorite line from any hymn ever, I don't know if y'all listen to hymns or have a hymnal or go to a church that, um, sings hymns. Um, this is my favorite line from any hymn. And I did some like research on who wrote it. And there's actually like kind of like there's not really a clear answer so that just I'm just not even going to go into it but you can go on your own little journey to try to figure out who exactly wrote this specific verse in this hy- hymn um I probably like I don't want to be like buried with a tombstone when I die but if I do somehow end up with a tombstone I want these words on my tombstone like these are my favorite words outside of scripture okay are you ready you might know this song it's from the song called the love of god which is very fitting for uh, this podcast, I think. Um, But I'm just going to read it to you like poetry, because it's it's so beautiful. So here are the words from the love of God. Could we with ink the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole though stretched from sky to sky. I love that. I love that picture, this vivid picture of like the ocean is ink and every blade of grass is a pen and every human on earth spends their entire life writing the love of God. And we're writing it on the entire sky. And we still, we still can't do it. The, the ocean dries up because we use all the ink and we, we can't fit it. We can't, we can't fill the sky. The sky can't contain it. Like, I just, oh, I, I love that. Go listen to that song. It's, it's so good. The main job of a Christian is to receive God's love. That's it. We can't do anything without that. Like, Jesus even said so himself in John chapter 15. Jesus says, remain in me. Um, some translations say, abide in me. Stay put right here where you're at, in me. As I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I could go on and on, like so many more things to say um, that I'll say for future episodes for now. Um, but I want to go on a little imagination journey with you real quick, okay? So, um, if you're driving or something, don't close your eyes. If you're just listening to a podcast and not doing anything else, well, who are you? And thank you for your full attention because I don't know anyone who does that. But if you're able to right now, just close your eyes, go on this little imagination journey with me, okay? So, imagine that you are standing and you are looking at a vast mountain range. Picture the biggest mountain range you've ever seen. Look to your left, and you can't find any end to the mountains. They just keep on going forever as far as your eye can see to the left. Okay, now look to your right, and you don't see any ends to the mountain that way either. There's no way around. There's just continuous mountains on mountains on mountains. Okay. So, uh, you look up to see, you know, try to see near the top of the mountain, but they reach so high above the clouds. You have no idea how long these mountains go on for or how deep they reach down into the earth and you can't begin to grasp it. Have you ever been in a place like that where you can't, your mind like can't process how big something is, right? Now imagine that this mountain range that goes on forever to your left and forever to your right and forever up and you can't like dig under it because I don't really know how mountains work, but it, it goes down infinitely too. Okay. So imagine this mountain range is actually made of your favorite food. Ooh, my mountain range is made of uh, chocolate croissants and cake pops Okay, picture your favorite food can be your favorite dessert, your favorite meal. Maybe it can be multiple things. Okay, so I've got this mountain range and it's got, it's got my chocolate croissants. It's got my birthday cake, cake pops from Starbucks, right? It's got my Panera mac and cheese, all of my favorite foods Just what this mountain range is made of. And every time you come to this mountain range and you come and you eat some, you find that it continues to taste as good as it did on the first bite. You don't get sick of it, you know? Like sometimes you eat sweets and it's so good at first and then you're like, oh, I'm feeling sick to my stomach or like I'm not really wanting this anymore. You never get sick of it. You never get tired of the taste. Every taste. Every bite actually tastes better than the last one did. And not only... Does it taste more than just to taste delicious? It also contains the exact nutrients you need at any given moment. So, whatever you're deficient in, like this food fills it, you know? So, like I'm anemic and I have like an iron deficiency. Well, this cake pop now magically gives me my iron for the day that I need. Amazing. Okay. So you got this endless mountain range, you know, and every time you eat like more appears right there. Like you can't possibly eat this whole mountain. So if you have an endless mountain range of your favorite food and it never goes rotten, there's no bugs that ever come and get to it. It never lacks in taste. It never starts tasting bad. It never runs out of nutrients that you need. Would you just like take one small bite and never come back? Because, like, I'm afraid that that's the exact thing that we often do with God's love. I feel like so often... We think that we got it you know like we'll go have some really amazing emotional experience and we'll be like oh my goodness I tasted God's love I found that it is so good I'm gonna spend my whole life inviting other people to come to this mountain range and eat and then we run around the whole world telling other people to go there and we don't ever taste it ourselves and then we go oh that food's not actually really great because we haven't stopped and eaten in a while. And I, I feel like so often in my life, I do this exact same thing where I will be like, God's love for me is so great. And I felt it this one time in this really great time in my life. Um, But then I got it like I'm good. You know, like I, I ate food like couple weeks ago. It was, yeah, it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. Like, it was good. It was amazing. It was everything I needed. But, um, no, I've just been busy. Like, I, I haven't gone. I haven't eaten in a couple of weeks. Like, that's crazy. But that's what we do so often. And then we'll run around telling other people, like, oh, you need to go to this mountain. There's this range. It's, it's always going to be full of your favorite food. And it has everything that you need. Like, go and get what you need from this mountain and then we never go ourselves we never go and receive God's love for us so my encouragement for you in this short little introductory episode is keep tasting and seeing keep coming back for more keep receiving and if you feel like I just can't see how God loves me I just don't feel his love and pray the same prayer that Paul prayed for his friends pray God give me the strength To know your love. Give me the ability to know your love. Give me the power to know your love. You know, Paul could have prayed all sorts of things for his friends to have all sorts of powers to do miracles and stuff, but if he could bestow one superpower to his friends, even though they wouldn't use the language of superpower back then, whatever. Like, he wanted them to have the power to know the height and the length and the depth and the width of God's love for them. And that is my prayer for you to gain this power, this ability to know in every circumstance that God loves you and that you can experience his love for you. That is my prayer for you. Just keep tasting, keep seeing, keep coming back for more. You never, ever get over God's love, and that is the point of this podcast. (laughs) So keep tasting, keep seeing, keep coming back for more, keep receiving. Thank you so much for listening to the first ever episode of the Being Love podcast. It means so much to me that you have given me your time and your ears. I'm working on lots of goodies for you guys with this podcast. Um, I have a blog, and I'll hopefully be making some more exciting stuff soon. Um, You can find it all on the website beingloved.life. So that's B-E-I-N-G-L-O-V-E-D dot L-I-F-E. So it's life instead of dot com. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to see you again soon. And if you're listening on the day it came out, thank you for the birthday gift of listening to this. It means the world to me. So have a wonderful day and keep happy.